Our basketball team is still playing 50-50 ball. As many wins as as many losses. Our ice hockey team that we're following, well, I thought was trying up until yesterday where they absolutely just gave up the goose and let seven goals and <laughs> go Red Wings. It's been an interesting week. Let's talk about it. Golden State Warriors, Detroit Red Wings. Welcome to the Bottom of the Table podcast. As always, we're brought to you by Glen Jarman Sports in association with FontyTees.com. Let's hit the intro, ring the bells, let's go! Glen Jarman Sports presents Bottom of the Table. You are listening to the Bottom of the Table podcast, the podcast where we jump on the bandwagon of last year's last place getters, yes, last place losers, well, last year's losers to be correct. We follow them all season long, riding their highs, lows, super lows, terrible lows, especially if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan, and everything in between, while they strive to do better, and while we just take it all in as we go along. I am the host, thank you for listening, welcome to the show, boy oh boy where do we start, let's start with the positives though eh, let's start with the basketball, yes we're going to the NBA, and our team that we are following this year is the Golden State Warriors, as of last podcast they were 14 and 12 on the ladder, we can confirm after Four games of basketball since last podcast. We are now 16 and 14. It's been an interesting week. I said I wanted three wins. They gave us two. We went 50-50. Four games. We had a loss. We had a win. A win. And then a loss again. The first loss came to us against the Nets. The Nets just outplayed us. They just flexed their muscles on us. And we just couldn't compete whatsoever. In addition to that, we lost that game 134 to 117. We had 26% shooting from three-point land. The attempts were going up, but the attempts were being missed. And when you're shooting 23 or 26% from three-point land, you're just wasting opportunities. Something needed to fall to allow us to stay in the game. Unfortunately, it's not. The Nets get the offensive rebound, take it down the other end and score two buckets. You know what I mean? Then we bounce back and got a win the following game against the Cavs. 129-98. to It was a close game the first two quarters. The third and fourth quarter, we just flexed on them. Just like how the Nets flexed on us, we flexed on the Cavs. We had Curry scoring 39 points. Again, Curry is the superstar of this team. There's no if buts, maybes about it. He is just controlling this team however when we get to the next game which we're going to do shortly you're going to find that there are times when it's a whole team effort and everybody's pulling their weight and once that happens whoo we can't be beat the next game the game that i was just talking about it's the heat we won that 120 112 now we won that in overtime we came back from 10 points down in the 4th quarter, came back to tie it up, take it to overtime and flex and win. We had Baz, Altry Jr, Wiggins, Curry scoring all over 20 points. So that's 80 points combined with those 4 people. That's amazing. In addition to that, we had Curry with 11 assists. So Curry's getting the ball, 
Yeah, he's putting up 20 points, but he's also going, you know what, fellas? Come join the party. Come be like me, put up put up your double-digit scores, get over 10, make it a 20, sweet. And when you've got four people scoring in 20s, that's amazing because that means the ball's been shared between all five people. Then, well, we were looking for the third win in a row. We couldn't get it. We took the loss. 124 to 120 against the Magic. This game, we just ran out of steam. We were down by, I believe it was 10 or 17. Then we came back and actually took the lead. Then, in the fourth quarter, it all just went to custard. We ended up losing by, f- by four points. It was just, we. the fourth came and we just didn't have enough gas in the tank. And we just blew the lead that we had and the magic walked away with the points. So, after this week's games, well, the full games that we discussed, we're 16 and 14. We're doing okay. We're, we're not last on the table. We're actually doing very well. Um, however, this week's game, we've got another four games coming up. We've got the Hornets, the Knicks, the Pacers, and then the rematch against the Hornets. The Knicks will be an interesting game, as I said before. The Knicks are a team that on any given day can pull something out their butt and, and just dominate. Then on any other given day, they can be completely crap and just get completely annihilated on. So it's going to be an interesting to see the Pacers and the Hornets, two reasonably good teams. I mean, I want to say, I want to say I've won at least three wins. I want three wins from the Hornets, next Pacers, and the Hornets games. Give us three out of four. I'll take that as a, as a win, and we'll take it home to bank bank it. If we get 50%, we're happy with that too. If we keep it above 50, I'm happy. Because that means that we've got all the provisions in place going well, especially when Wiseman comes back because he's still injured, and then also when Clay Thompson comes back um, later down the track. We have all these options available to us. It means that we shouldn't be bottom of the table next year. And by the looks of things, we are not going to be bottom of the table. It's the Timberwolves. <laughs> so that's it from the NBA. That's the Golden Warriors recap and what they have to look forward to. Now, we're going to take it all the way to ice hockey. Yes, we're going to Detroit Motor City. Detroit Ice Hockey. Red Wings Ice Hockey. Yeah, I just want to give up on this team. <laughs> it was absolutely... I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm still in shock in relation to yesterday's game at the time of recording this. And you'll get to... When I explain the final game that we've got on the Red Wings... Uh, schedule that I'm covering off here you'll you wonder why and if you just watch that game holy crap um so we ended last week the last podcast 3 10 and 2 so 3 and 12 3 wins 12 games from 15 matches we are currently no yes yes we're currently 4 12 and 3 so that's 4 wins 15 losses that's pretty yeah, that's something, eh? So we had it. We started the week off with a win, a win against the Predators. That was really fun. It was a four-two win, and everybody online was like, "Woohoo! We finally won a game." Because the week prior, 
we won a game against the Florida Panthers, but then we had taken two losses to actually get up another dub. So we got a win. So we were happy. Next up was the two games against the Blackhawks. The first game, we lost in OT, uh, 3-2. to two. We scored two in the first period, and then the third period, we let them in. And then it was all even. We went to OT, and then we... Okay, it was a close game, I'll give it that. But we ended up not being able to... <sighs> capitalise on opportunities in relation to changing stuff up to allow us to get goals behind the net. Everything was being saved. After we scored the first two goals, everything we put we put to the goalie, the goalie stopped. And it was interesting. Yes, we went to overtime. Yes, it was a close game. Yes, there was stuff that we could take away and be happy about. But a loss is a loss. Then on the rematch against the Blackhawks, yeah, 0-2. We lost. <laughs> They scored us. They scored on us in period two and three. First period was close, but then we couldn't get anything to fall, including power plays and pulling the goalies. Nothing, nothing would drop. Nothing at all would drop. Then we had the most terrible outing performance that I've seen all season. Now again, I don't know much about ice hockey. It it is what it is, but we're following the Detroit Red Wings. And when a team loses 7-2, something has to give. Something has to change because, holy crap, we got seven goals put on us. And I have no idea how, why, whatsoever. That whole game is a blur. I watched it and then walked away going, this is bullshit. This is complete and utter bullshit. If you can't put shit together to stop them scoring, and scoring seven goals, what the flipping hell are you doing? And I'm not having a go at the players. I'm not. Any team environment starts from the top. It's like a work environment, right? You have the people in power that makes the decisions and everything trickles down. Same thing works in a sporting team. The team has to believe in what the vision is to go out there to put the best foot forward. The team reacts, the players react to whatever decisions the coaches make on the fly to try and resolve anything that is happening on the court at any given time. Or court or ice, let's say ice for this matter. The fact that they cannot, the coaching staff, put parameters in place to change things up to stop the plug in relation to seven goals being scored on us is absolutely shit. Now, after this match, and actually after the Blackhawk 0-2 loss match, I decided to watch the press conferences. Holy crap. There is a complete division in attitudes between what the players bring and what the stupid-ass coach brings. The players will sit there and they will go, yes, we know that injuries, we know that the, the virus are no excuses. Yes, we all came together late. Yes, we are all trying to do it. We, we are improving, but yes, we're taking losses. It's frustrating as hell. Please bear with us. But we are actually trying. We're just trying to get our motors running. As a fan, 
you can respect that. You can be like, okay, I get it. The coach comes on, and the coach just dribbles out his mouth. And there is no, hey, we're going to look at doing this. We're going to look at doing that. There's none of that. There's just, I'm the coach, dribble, 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 dribble. And I sat there, and I went, your captain, your, I'm going to say vice captain. They, they call it an assistant captain. I don't know. The, the captain, the vice captains, and the experienced players, they had come on to these press conferences that the Detroit Red Wings put on their YouTube channels and their Twitter feed. Oh my gosh, these players have more integrity and heart than this goddamn coach. This will not change unless the coach changes. I'm just saying that now. And I know absolutely nothing about ice hockey. But I'm just telling you from a losing team's perspective, something has to change. You believe in these players. These players believe in themselves. They understand the parameters that they're, that they're actually playing in in relation to being somewhat in a local bubble with the virus. Yes, we get all that. We're trying to rebuild. Yes, 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 we get all that. But if you can't come up and answer questions put to you as a coach and you're just giving the stock standard answers every single time, I don't get it. Watch the two interviews, if you don't believe me. Watch the interview after the Blackhawks, then watch the interview after the Panthers. The goddamn coach looks like he's just got no real plan. And I'm just like sitting there going, wow, if I was a true Red, um, Detroit Red Wings fan, I would be furious. I'm furious now, but I'm not at, like, I'm not at 100. I'm just like, if I can see this as a non-fan following a team... The diehards, the people that bleed Detroit hockey deserve a hell of a lot better. But hey, who am I? But hey, we will see because next week we got three games. We've got a game actually playing now at the time of the recording. We've got the rematch against the Flu Rider Panthers. Are we going to get seven goals put on us again? I don't know. Are we going to take the win? I hope so. I hope we come back and bounce back. But, I mean, if we're going to continue putting L's up on the board, what's the point? I mean, something needs to change. But, yeah, we've got the Florida Panthers, the Florida Panthers. Then we've got two games. We've got the Predators of Nashville and then a rematch against the Predators of Nashville again. So we've got three games in total this week. I would like to win one game. Actually, no. I would like to win two games. I'm going to take it that we're going to get our butt spanked by the Panthers. And then... When the Predators, I would like to win both those games against the Predators. So let's go two out of three. Let's aim for two out of three. Let's say we're going to win both the Predators games and the Flu Rider Panthers are going to spank our butts. So that has been our podcast for this week. I apologize for the rant. If you're an ice hockey fan, again, I'm not an ice hockey connoisseur. I'm learning ice hockey, but... I'm using the principles that I have in relation to being on a losing team and following losing teams where you look at the overall picture and something has to change. That's all. But hey, feel free to hit me up. If you want to have a discussion, you want to chat about anything, I'm usually posting results of these games and I'm leaving comments on their Twitter feeds. We're at Glenn Jarman. That's our Twitter account. Come follow us. Come and join in on our fun. It's a lot of fun. Usually after each game, we'll have a little yarn. 
Um, and in saying that, that's our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. And as always, until next time, come jump on our bandwagon. Yes, the bandwagon of the losers.